I think just practical life lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years um, would be to wait, not try to do everything myself. Teamwork is key. We've increased our staff. So yeah, I guess I would just remind that person, that Sandy, um, that it was going to work out and that God would be faithful. I just always have to remind myself of that. Working with the local church to take the hope of Christ to every student in the United States. This is First Priority. Now here are your hosts, Steve Cherico and Brad Skelling. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. My name is Steve Cherico with my frenemy, Brad Schelling. Brad's in the house. Afternoon, Steve. Morning, afternoon, good evening. Whatever We're right time. there. We're right there. In fact, some of us are in afternoon. Some of us are, yeah. and some of us are in morning. Yeah, at the time of this recording, yes, we are. So, well, Brad, we've got some good. exciting things going on. Do you want to uh, you want to tell the world what, what is most important right now? Jesus is coming back soon. <laughs> I <knew it. laughs> Congratulations. Oh, you met with first priority. With first, first priority. priority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, yeah, fall conference registration is open. Uh, October 23, 24, 25, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, in the Embassy Suites, Cool Springs, Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, we are excited to see everybody. It's been open for a little while. Uh, early bird is over, so you're up to the normal registration, which I believe ends at the end of this month. But get your registration is, got in, got a lot of, uh, yeah, great, great things happening. So excited to see everybody. You got awesome. any announcements? Not this week. I'm, I'm, I would just make a plea. Those of you who are regular folks that join on the join us on the podcast, listen on a weekly basis to give us feedback. We'd love to hear your stories. You know, the, the clubs yeah. are starting to have invite and connect weeks. We'd love to hear what's going on in the midst of that. So I know that's extra effort on your part, but it's super helpful for us because our job is to try to tell your story and help the what the local learns be passed down to all the local. So don't forget yep. about us in the midst of that. Call Brad, call myself, email one of us. That would be awesome. Well, specifically, I would say, you know, see you at the poll. If you're participating in see you at the poll this year, we would love to hear those stories. Depending on when you're listening to this, it might be before see you at the poll, which I think you said September 24, that September Wednesday morning. September 27 is the Wednesday of see you at the poll this year. Yep. Perfect. Yep. 30 minutes before school. If you're listening to this before that date, get some students together, give them some props, help them to pray in front of their school at their flagpole. It's a great moment to, um, yeah, publicize first priority, publicize Jesus. Um, let the students the lead. Let, let the, the students, students lead. lead. Teach them how to answer the question, what are you doing here? Yeah. What's happening right now? And yeah, yeah that's just a great moment. If it's past this that you're listening, <laughs> we'd love to hear that story. What What is God doing through the lives of those students. So, yep. Good. Speaking of incredible stories, Brad, we have a guest today. We do an incredible guest today. I'm excited to chat with Sandy Mast up Woo-hoo! in the door, Michigan area. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Sandy, before you jump in today, I just want to know, and I'm going to timestamp our discussion, but I don't care. Is it 110 heat index in Michigan right now? Yeah, we have had one of the hottest days. It's very humid, so don't judge my hair. <laughs> we're, we're in Nash Vegas, and we feel like we're in a desert. 
We do. But but you'll note that Sandy said hottest days, not hottest weeks or summers. So yeah. and it is just a moment in August. <laughs> Short, amazing summer. 75, low humidity, no complaints here. There you go, folks. It's been great talking to you today i'm on the road now to michigan exactly and uh yeah well welcome sandy to the show it's good to have you um tell our listen audience many people have met you if they've been to a fall conference spring meeting or many other things that you've been participating in but give a little introduction who are you tell us about your family and uh what you're doing up there in michigan hey i'm sandy from grand haven that's where we live we um I serve all of Ottawa County, so we could be in any school in Ottawa County, which is quite a few. And uh, we're currently in nine schools, and we are probably, by September, we'll be in 11 schools and increasing our um, clubs by, like, seven clubs. So that's a big jump for us. Personally, I'm married to an awesome guy, big, tall, bald guy for a long time uh, and we have three amazing kids we're just they're all tall and I don't know <laughs> they're uh, one's married Sam is married to his wife Samantha uh, Benjamin lives in Grand Rapids um, he's a trainer athletic trainer and our daughter is a sophomore at Kelvin University and plays goalie for the soccer team Nice. So just for, for clarity there, did you say your son Sam is married to yeah, Samantha? Yeah, Sam and Sam. Nice. He's, he's a sales guy and she's um, she's graduated, but she's going back for um, nursing. So they're doing great. Very cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. We also have dogs and I'm dog sitting. So if you hear barking... That's what's going on because I'm home. Today. There we go. I love it. I'll call you for advice later. We're getting dogs. So, uh, tell us about First Priority. How long you been with First Priority, and what'd you do in previous lives before that? Sure. I um, actually my education is in early childhood education, and I taught uh, preschool and Head Start and worked for Head Start and worked for, um, as a director of preschools before I got introduced to youth ministry, which was, you know, working with preschoolers and teenagers, quite different. But uh, Jeff and I were called into youth ministry and I really didn't turn back. So I started at, um, my husband was working for Young Life and I was working at our church as a senior high youth director and stayed there um, almost consistently other than like taking a break for kids for 25 and um, always knew about first priority. Uh, Randy White was the guy here and he was, he did a great job. He started a lot of these um, clubs and uh, there's only been two directors in our area. And so when he left, I had, when he was getting ready to leave, I said, please call me. I'm ready to try something new, try something different. So he got a hold of me, um, it took about six months transitioning. And so I was, I started as a volunteer director. That was 
challenge. And then um, slowly worked up to full time. So I uh, was doing both jobs for quite a while. Over COVID, I kind of gave up the church and let um, someone else take that on. Uh, And he actually is involved in first priority in our area. So it works really well. Um, We, yeah, I was just going to, we probably, um, I think this is my sixth September starting with first priority in a director role. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. So you've, you've given me a nugget. I didn't know. Tell me a little bit about the decision that, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to take this directorship as a volunteer thing. Cause I, I see something in it. What, what caused you to decide to, in the midst of working a job, work another job? Um, I guess I just felt called to do it. I, I knew that was a transition I wanted to make. And I knew that I really wanted to see my daughter um, be get through my youth group. My sons had gone through it, and I wanted my daughter to get through that. Um, so I was willing to do both. And it was just a decision my husband and I made. Do both. We can make this work. And our board um, was really willing to take me at any hours, volunteer and 15, whatever. I mean, it quickly went up. They wanted someone on staff and I was, yeah. So they wanted me full-time right from the beginning and I wasn't ready to leave um, our church staff yet. So we just managed to do both. I did see something in first priority. I mean, I watched the um, importance of being in the schools, how that worked for my ministry, how that worked for all my colleagues' ministries when they would be in the schools during the week and how that translated, um, how that translated to their youth groups. How did that, how did that translate to youth group? Cause I feel like that's kind of your why for first priority, right? Why you stepped into that. Cause you wanted that greater role, not a greater role. That's a bad way to put it, right? There's not one better than the other, but it's just that calling there. Um, yeah. What was, what was that, that, benefited that youth ministry for you that kept you in the schools? Um, well, I, I think having that touch during the week so that you could see kids, I act, actually, because I was full-time mom and doing youth ministry at our church, um, 25 hours a week and doing, uh, before I ever started with first priority, I wasn't involved. I was going to all the network meetings, getting the free lunch and doing those kind of things. And, but I watched my friends, how their ministry, um, took off. Having that touch point a week is very important. Once I started doing it, then, um, I saw the value in it. I also, one of the biggest reasons I wanted to take this job was that I love the youth pastors. And for me, I, I had been doing it for so many years. Mm-hmm. I felt like I had something to lend to them something, some support, some encouragement. And um, that's been one of my favorite roles is um, that Mm. uh, collaboration time with them, um, the friendship, being able to uh, give advice and take advice. Um, Yeah. Sandy, you are talking about a pretty large amount of growth this year in terms of number of clubs. Can you walk us through the last year and and what has 
what has the Lord done? What have you been faithful in? Like, what's going on that's going to cause such big growth for you guys? I think it takes a long time to start a school. I see other areas maybe jumping right in and starting schools. Uh, I don't. Maybe there's not as much trust in our area, um, in in the superintendent level, but we just had to slowly suggest and slowly start moving towards these things. Another thing that really stopped us from, um, we had like internal growth, but we weren't growing maybe a number of schools. So after COVID and once everything was open, we reestablished our reputation and our, um, you know, way of doing things in their schools uh, with all the different protocols that slowly went, you know, went so far up and then kind of came down with protection stuff. Um, a lot of the growth is because students of their, so younger siblings of students that were involved in first priority were saying, why not my school? And, um, one of the intermediate schools that we're in this year, actually, we've had a club there for many, many years, over 20 years, but it's always met in the morning. And a teacher came to me at the end of the school year and said, why are we not doing it at lunch? I know you do it at lunch at other schools. And it was really kind of just habit why we stayed at the morning. Um, and she said, I think we could reach three times as many people. There's three lunches here. So we, um, actually, that's a mm. huge prayer request because the, the principal is deciding right now, like this week, if we're going to go back to the morning club at, that we've done forever or moving to um, three clubs in the school at lunch. And whatever God's will is is fine with us, but it would be, you know, seems like it would be an awesome thing to do the, um, but it's, yeah, his timing. Talk about that. I noticed your club numbers were very different than your school numbers. Uh, when you were talking about what your footprint is right now, how many of your clubs are at lunch and what are, yeah, what are you, what is that difference? How many schools are you in versus? I don't uh, have those numbers yeah, right in clubs. front of me. Let me. Um, well, we're in nine schools. We'll we'll start in September in ten in the tenth school. Um, we're hoping to start in the eleventh. Well, we'll expand in one. So I think that we have six. Uh, it'll be up to twenty clubs in ten schools. Does that make sense? Yeah. That yeah. does, yeah. So in, in most of those, when they're over lunch, I'm going to assume that it's not the same, same teacher sponsor. So you're recruiting multiple teacher sponsors per school, multiple campus coaches, or do the campus coaches stick around and work with the all campus three coach leadership will stay teams? For all of how, does, them. how does some of that work for you? you stay for all three clubs. That just works in their schedule. Um, it's not always the same teacher because you have to move sometimes, move rooms. Grand school it just works out great there's a teacher that um has like a study or i mean a planning time she has her lunch and then there's an opportunity for her students to come in um so it's a kind of a, like another planning time so in grand haven high school we're in the same room um for two hours so that's worked out really good um yeah. but it's three student leadership teams right because the three, three yeah, those teams cycle through spring lake has two leadership teams but it's just you know how that goes um if most of our schools have multiple lunches hmm. I'm, I'm digging in the weeds a little bit but 
how does that go in December when it's fruit yeah, basket it upset has, with the it kids' has lunch just schedules? Um, there's always like if there's a team and those kids get separate, especially in high school, they switch them around uh, when your lunch is going to be. If it's a team, then there's usually someone from each team that stays. Seniors stay or um, in their C lunch, so it's it doesn't really it doesn't really become a problem. But it's something. It's just planning conversations, communication. Cindy, I think my next question is, you're now six years in, which is phenomenal. We're so grateful for that. Think about Sandy from two years ago, coming out of COVID, right? Really having an opportunity to start doing club ministry again on a small level. What lessons have you learned that you would tell that Sandy? Hey, these are things to look out for. These are things that would be helpful to you. Um, I think just practical life lessons that I've learned over the last couple of years um, would be to wait, not try to do everything myself. Teamwork is key. We've increased our staff, so um, that has increased our our ability to serve. Um, we've increased our numbers of campus coaches, so that's helped. But I probably two years ago was panicked about those things or worried about those things. But one of the thing, one of the best parts of um, doing ministry for a length of time is that I came into this job with some of that experience. Usually things work out. Usually you'll have enough volunteers. Um, if you can follow the rules, you'll have a good reputation most of the time. So, um, yeah, I guess I would just remind that person, that Sandy, um, that it was going to work out and that God would be faithful. I just always have to remind myself of that. And when I say practical life lessons, that's true of my kids, too, and my family and my husband, you know, whatever's whatever's going on in my life. Those are some good <laughs> words that Steve needed to hear today, so... If you follow the rules, it will work out. <laughs> if you push good, the like button, if you push the button, it will record. <laughs> yeah. Yep. We all have our moments. Yeah. What's well, good? Um, yeah. That, that's that's oftentimes what what ends up happening, right? Is is we we get through stuff, we panic, we we. We don't realize in the moment of panic that that's probably, as long as it's healthy, um, a good thing because we are responsible and accountable for seeing this thing move forward. So some of our panic is a good thing because it spurs us to action, right? Oh man, I need more volunteers. Well, then we go get more volunteers and, and, and then it works. It does work out. And yeah, we just need to remember that now that it's September again, that Oh man, we need to get all this done. Yep, we do need to get all this done, and we're going to work through it, and we're going to walk walk this path, and we're going to have more clubs now this year than we did last year because we worked through it and we did it. And we also we, did a we, we, did, we did, a did the plan. steps, took the I steps mean, that were necessary a, to, to make this all happen again. Set up a five year plan. Um, one of the girls that one of the women that's on my board is uh, a city planner and does this for the city for um, the. I can't think of the name of where she works, but so she is very good at this and work got us from a five-year plan to a one-year plan to goals and um, following through with that's been great. I mean, the biggest issue about growth is money and um, 
we need more staff. We need more help. We need more um, pizzas. We need whatever. We, you know, more space for offices. And not that we're that big, but um, all those things. So you have to, and I'm primarily the fundraiser. Um, so we have to think about that. And we have a really exciting banquet coming up in November that um, we really pray will, I, I don't love knocking on doors and ask for money. So I like to see most of it come through a banquet, uh, giving people the opportunity to, to give um, for a great cause. You know, that's, that's, I'd like to get that all banged out in one time. But it doesn't usually work that way. <laughs> yeah. You're right. There, there's always follow-up that you need to do. Hopefully there's a lot of new relationships in the room this year with, with your speaker that's coming yeah, in. Yeah, you'll be a big deal. And yeah, that'll be fun. We have um, Bill McKendry is going to speak. He has a business in town that um, it's a creative hub. Bill McKendry is the big name behind um, He Gets Us. He gets us for the ads that were on the Super Bowl. And um, our little Grand Haven happens to have his offices. So my board, yeah, it's always who you know, right? Someone on my board um, worked on that campaign, and she's extremely um, gifted and creative, and she's also, like, super likable. And she asked Bill if he would be interested in speaking. He speaks all over the country. And within 10 minutes, 15 minutes, we got an answer, yes. So, um, fantastic. Yeah, since you've since you've let me know that I've listened to a few of his podcasts and that's uh yeah, he's he's very he's he's got a good head on his shoulders. There's a reason he's in the spot he's in. So that'll yeah. be good for, for you and your team and and as a fundraiser, that'll be excellent. That's an added it all happens at once for us because we do our our fundraising in the fall. Maybe that's not the best time to do it, but yeah. it's not a terrible time to do it actually. Everybody's thinking about it. Yeah, everybody's thinking about it. It's smart, super smart. Well, Sandy, congratulations on being just so faithful with that area up there. And we're super excited that this is September number six. That's fun. Gosh, that feels like that went quick. Maybe not for you, but for us, it sure does. And uh, yeah, excited to hear about how the school year goes. So we'll get... We'll get more updates from you at the national conference, which is just around the corner, and then more dates. We'll I get you back recommend on the, vidcast the national conference and any spring conferences. Getting to know, I mean, I know I'm on the planning committee for the national conference, so I'm pushing that. But getting to know other people who are doing this all over the country is key. It's really important for uh, for content and growth in your own area. Um, I'm always like surprised by the, uh, the ideas that, um, are shared, even if you're just having a cup of coffee with someone. So if you can do it, get to Nashville. Love it. I agree. I agree. It's always a good time. It's good to see, uh, friendly faces. It's good to see yeah. new faces. There'll be a lot of new faces in the room again this year. So come on, come all let's go. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, Sandy. Appreciate it. Um, appreciate, like Steve said, your tenure and, uh, yeah, being on the show today. Um, Steve, thanks for hosting, being a part again of, you know, the love hate relationship that we, we share together and, uh, we can continue on, continue on to all of our listeners. Thanks Bye, for everybody. joining thanks us again, again. Sandy. and we'll see you next week.